0: Good morning, good morning. This is the Old Trailblazer broadcast. Pastor Albert Pendarva speaking. Let me give you our mailing address. It's Radio Missions. Post Office Box, 1810, Walker, Louisiana, 70785. We're bringing you some, a series of studies uh, here in the last two or three days. Our studies we just began on Satan the God of this world. In our last study, we began there, Satan and his kingdom. We looked there, that Satan, he, he has a kingdom. One of the names that we find Satan called by is the old adversary. That's right, he's, an, he's our adversary. But listen, then he's known throughout the scriptures as the devil. People make fun of the devil. We hear the comics say, the devil made me do it. No, no, that's not true. Would you, would you not make fun of Satan? He's not to be made fun of. No, listen, he's known throughout the scriptures as the devil, old Diabolus, or the deceiver, the accuser, the slanderer. I wish you'd take note of all these names. Satan will slander God to man and then turn around and slander man to God. This truth is set forth in Revelations twelve ten, and also in Job 1, 6 through 12. Again, Satan is known as the old dragon, Revelations 20 the fierce and ferocious one, the devouring and consuming one. Then Satan as a serpent means the subtle one, the treacherous one, the offspring of a viper, according to Matthew 3, 7, which means venomous, carrying the poison of an asp. Uh, That's right. So we see the whole nature of Satan is one that is set against the Lord God of heaven and every individual child of the heavenly Father. Everything about Satan is in direct, uh, object object uh, is objectable to the things of God he's in direct rebellion against God everything God stands for Satan hates everything that Satan is God hates then he's spoken of in 2nd Corinthians 4 4 as the God of this world In Ephesians 2.2, as the prince or the ruler of the power of the air. And in John 16.11, as the prince of this world. And then in Ephesians 6.11 and 12, as the rulers of the power of darkness. Then in John 8.44, we find this capstone of his entire nature, as he is described as the father of lies, and the truth is not in him. Now, that's the basic description of Satan. Listen, this is one nature of Satan that is very little understood and there is no truth, of in, truth in him because he abode not in the truth and therefore there is no truth in him. Satan cannot tell the truth under any circumstance. Satan cannot even quote scripture uh, correctly. Satan never has and never will quote the word of God. He will either add to it or take from it, take it out of his setting. As a result, he is a murderer from the beginning. His one purpose is to murder souls, regardless of what method he uses. His one aim is to keep souls from getting saved. We'll go into that very definitely when we discuss the subject, Satan and his age-long message in a later study. Now, as we proceed with these studies, we keep referring back to these and other names of Satan which set forth his many-sided nature. They are some of the outstanding names that the scripture gives him. So you see, my friend, we're not dealing with a little tin soldier, no. Not some little effeminate character that you can snap your fingers and he'll get quiet. No, we're dealing with the arch enemy of God and of man. In the second place, let's look at Satan's scope of activity. Now, this is a gracious study. Many think that Satan today is being in hell. Is that what you think? Do you think Satan is standing there at the gate of hell, welcoming folks into hell? No. No. No, he's not doing that. There's no record, there's no word anywhere in the Bible that would indicate that Satan has ever been in hell or ever, ever will be in hell until the Lord Jesus Christ comes to set up his kingdom here on earth, and then he'll be bound according to Revelations 20, 1, 6 and cast into the bottomless pit for 1,000 years. I wish you'd read that, that portion of Scripture there in Revelation 20. And then he'll be loosed for a little season before his uh, career comes to an end here on earth. I wish, I wish you'd think with me this morning, Satan is not just some little evil influence. Satan is not uh, not like uh, we said, a little tin soldier. No, he's not to be uh, uh, jump at your command, no. No, he's not the, the booger man to scare the kids into going to sleep. Listen, no, but the scriptures are very plain that Satan has access to heaven and to the presence of God, according to Job 1, 6, 7. Now, listen, let let me quote that verse. Now, there was a day when the sons of man, sons of God, came to present themselves before the Lord. And Satan came along also among them. And the Lord said unto Satan, Whence comest thou? Then Satan answered the Lord and said, From going to and fro in the earth, and from walking up and down in it. Satan is permitted, as he comes into the presence of God, to accuse God's people to him. Then on the other hand, Satan roams up and down the earth, as we have seen in Job 1.7, which truth is also set forth in 1 Peter uh, 1.5-8. He says, Be sober, be vigilant. Because your adversary, the devil, as a roaring lion walketh about, seeking whom he may devour. So we see that Satan roams the earth as well as he has access unto the heavens where God dwells. He doesn't seem to be confined to any one location as far as his activity is concerned. According to Matthew four three and Luke twenty two thirty one, he was admitted into the presence of the Lord Jesus Christ to tempt him and to ask request of him. So Satan's activity was and he is still scattered over the whole earth's surface into the heavens. His one purpose is to blaspheme the name of God, according to Revelation thirteen six. And to make Mar make war with the saints, to overcome them if possible, according to revelation thirteen seven to set himself up as a God to be worshipped, and to bring this whole earth under his control, revelation thirteen fifteen through eighteen, we've often been asked this question: Would Satan ever realize his age-long ambition? The answer is yes. Slowly the world today from every angle is being brought under his control. One day he will be set up as the God of this world and be worshipped according to the Revelation, the 13th chapter. Now, if if you have any spiritual sense at all, my friend, if you would just take note of what's going on, in this world. All of the all of the perversion that we have in what we call Christendom. All of those things. We have the homosexuals, we have the lesbians, we have the uh, homongers, we have the cultists, we have the Satan worshipers, All of them have their own church. That's right. And then we have the modern Protestant churches where the pastors are not saved. They're under the influence of Satan. I hear them on the radio. I hear them on the television. I hear them at funerals. They know nothing of the saving grace of God, they bring a little sermonette, they're under the influence of Satan, their minds are darkened by the God of this world, and they're under his influence. That's right. Listen, before we go any further, let's study now Satan's organized kingdom and see how he has organized all of his subjects to bring it to pass. Satan has a kingdom, he has an organization, he has a worldwide, universally wide uh, organization. First, we noticed uh, it's organization. The Lord Jesus in Matthew twelve twenty six speaks of Satan as having a kingdom. When he said, if Satan be cast out, Satan, if Satan cast out Satan, he is divided against himself. How shall his kingdom stand? So Satan has a kingdom. It's one of the best organized kingdoms in the universe. Its headquarters are in the stratosphere, according to Ephesians 2, 2 wherein in times past ye walked according to the course of this world, according to the prince and the power of the air, the spirit that now worketh in the children of no disobedience. Now, would you, just, would you just take note? When, when, a, when a person, when a, a soul is born into this world, he's born as a sinner. He's born into this world when he comes forth from his mother's womb. He is a child of Satan because of his parental heritage. That's right, Adam and Eve. When, when they sinned and fell from grace, you and I became sinners out of their loins. Now, when a child is born into this world, he automatically is born into Satan's kingdom. And, it's, and he, he's, he's right at home. Did you know he's right at home? His, his, his heart is depraved. His mind is depraved. He is uh, sinful. He goes about. You don't have to teach a child how to sin. He knows how to sin. The Bible says he speaks lies as soon as he be born. That's right. But why? Because he's a natural born sinner. The only thing that ever happens in the life of one of those individuals, happened in my life and maybe in yours, that the grace of God came forth one day and, and snatched us, kidnapped us out of Satan's territory. Every child of God has been snatched out of Satan's territory. If you're a child of Satan today, if you're not saved, you're in Satan's territory. You live in his kingdom. You, uh, you live and move and have your being in Satan's kingdom. He is your uh, God. That's right. He's the God of this world. And so it's no, it's no uh, wondrous thing that children born into this world are automatically born into Satan's kingdom. Then we find in Ephesians 6.12 sets forth his organization. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers, against rulers of darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. We see that his kingdom consists of principalities, powers, age of rulers, rulers of darkness, or rulers of this darkness, and wicked spirits in heavenly, or, listen, in a host of wicked spirits. Satan has his princes, or his rulers, who control certain nations of our earth. This is clearly set forth in Daniel 10.10, 10, where Michael the archangel speaks of the prince of the king of Persia. Satan in Daniel's day had his ruling prince of Persia. In other words, one of the princes of his organization was placed over Persia. So it is today, Satan has his prince, or his ruler, stationed over every nation of this earth from the stratosphere as the prince of the power of the earth. He ruled every nook and corner of this globe through fallen angels and demon spirits. You say, that's a mouthful, Pastor. You say, that's a a big load to carry, Pastor. Now, that's right. I know that the world won't have it. I know that we're breaking new ground here. I know that the average church, uh, the preacher doesn't know anything about Satan's work. Because he's never been saved, he don't know the evils of Satan. He doesn't know that Satan is a prince in power. Is there? He thinks he's just some little evil influence that he uh, that that folks use to scare the children, make them go to bed at night. But he doesn't know anything. He's never seen himself as a sinner. Did you know? every sinner, whoever saved, whoever gets saved, comes to see himself as a sinner. That he is. He's a sinner all the time but he's blinded by the God of this world Satan keeps you blinded and one day the Holy Spirit through the grace of God lifts those scales from that poor sinner's eyes, he just lifts the scales up, lets him look into that wicked heart of his that he's inherited. That's right. You and I, we come into this world with a hard heart, a cruel heart. Oh, it may be docile, it may be socially clean, but listen. When when someone crosses that old grain, what happened? When someone crosses that wheel, what happened? What causes all the the uh, rapes and the murder and the killings we have? Because someone crosses a grain of someone, and they won't, t- they will not. Have it? No, they blow up like a tiger, and then it's because all the time that old wicked heart has been there all the time, and only the grace of God restrains that thing. Someone has said that man is half beast and half devil. Do you believe that? I do. I believe that in a in a sense that we are half beast and half devil. That's right. We are worse than the, than the animals. The animals don't do like men do. No, because we are half devil. The the, the devil knows exactly how to control his subjects, and he does that with an iron fist. You can't fork the devil's work only the grace of God can restrain that work. Only God's distinguishing grace, only the election of God, my friend, makes a difference. The Bible says that you and I, if you know the Lord, are a chosen generation. The Lord chose us one day before the cycles of eternity. He chose a number that no man could number. He says you are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, speaking of the child of God. And I, I wish you'd take note this morning that Satan, oh, he's a good old devil. he don't stay down there in the honky-tonks in the bar room. No, that's just man's total depraved nature. He's at church. Did you know he's at church this morning? If you're uh, in church on Sunday morning, he'll be there sitting right by you. That's right, trying to snatch away every word of truth. and Would you write me? This is Pastor Albert Pendarvis speaking. Remember, our mailing address is Radio Missions, Post Office Box, 1810, Walker, Louisiana, 70785. Goodbye, and God bless you.